Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. What would you do with $100? Admittedly, money doesn't go as far as it once did, but kids living in Mifflin, Pennsylvania, recently had the opportunity to spend $100 however they wished. This was a part of the third annual Shop with a Cop event. It began as a way to build positive relationships between police officers and at-risk youth. This event also gives families an opportunity to enjoy Christmas with a mini shopping spree. Young people may be tempted to buy something like the latest video game, but these participants were thinking of others, their parents, grandparents, even siblings. They used the generosity they received to share with others. This story is a reminder for us all. We often think about ourselves, but Christ tells us the first shall be last. And in this Christmas season, Let's follow the lead of these young people. Let's respond to God's generosity to us by being generous with those around us. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And here on this Wednesday, we're continuing in a series called Thy Kingdom Come. Think of some of the greatest kings and rulers of all time. What do they have in common? Perhaps they were known for their military prowess. Some rulers were highly eloquent, bringing people together of all backgrounds, uniting them under a common flag. But what of the coming king of Israel? Would he see military success like the great King David? Would his kingship be prominent around the world like King Solomon? Stay tuned, because believe it or not, this Messiah's kingdom would be greater than those two even combined and more, just not in the way we expect it. After this program, I'd like to send you the Kingdom of God Bible Storybooks, one for the Old Testament, one for the New, for your minimum gift to Haven today. The Old Testament points to Jesus, and the New Testament reveals Jesus as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And when you get these two hardback, cloth-covered books that come in a specially designed, attractive slipcase, will include at no extra cost the digital audio storybook that can be downloaded and listened to with the kids in your life. Our website to get in touch with us after the program, haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Take a look at the vivid illustrations there and then make your gift. Or call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And if you just want to get the New Testament version of the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook, we have that for your gift as well. And now let's open this program with Christmas music from Point of Grace.
combination. One plus one equals, in this case, I think something better. Carol of the Bells. What child is this? By point of grace, opening this haven today. And I'm Charles Morris, and a program called Thy Kingdom Come. It was roughly 700 years before the Messiah, when Jesus would come as a baby. There was a prophet who served the people of Judah, and his name you'll recognize, Isaiah. He began his ministry the year that King Uzziah died. Now, that's significant because he was one of the better kings that Judah had. But in ministry in that land of Judah, one of the highlights was that the Lord told this prophet of a greater king to come, a promised king who would not only restore the people of Israel to himself, but would bring salvation to the world. Let's listen to part of the Kingdom of God Bible storybook, which tells us about Isaiah's ministry. Chapter 23, The Promised King Although God's people had rejected God as their king, he was still reigning over the world. Though the kings in Israel had failed to lead the people, God had a plan to draw his people back to him. Nothing could stop him from fulfilling his promises. The prophet Isaiah had a vision of God sitting upon his throne, high and lifted up. There were seraphim standing before God, each with six wings, calling out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. When Isaiah saw God's greatness, he cried out, Woe is me! I am lost! I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the king! To Isaiah's surprise, he didn't die. Instead, God sent a seraph with a burning coal to purify Isaiah. The seraph touched the coal to Isaiah's lips and said, Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. After God cleansed Isaiah, he wanted to send a message to the people of Judah. God called out, Whom shall I send? Who will go? Isaiah said, Here I am. Send me. But Isaiah's task would not be easy. God sent him with a message of judgment. God's people would hear this message but not understand. They would be spiritually blind and not willing to see God's truth. God also gave Isaiah a message of hope. God would not leave his people in darkness. He would open their eyes. He would restore Jerusalem to a greater glory. God spoke through Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. On people who lived in shadows, a light has shone. God's people needed a faithful king who could lead them back to God. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. We're going to pause this reading for a second. That was Tyler Van Haltren reading from his Kingdom of God storybook. Though Isaiah devoted much of his ministry calling Judah to repentance, the Lord would use Isaiah to bring a message of hope to the people. We can find these messages of hope in the servant songs. Let me share with you one of those songs coming out of Isaiah 49. Listen to these first few verses together. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will display my splendor. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. Now, 
That passage might sound a bit mysterious at first, but stay with me. We'll see Christ here in this passage after all. Though Isaiah is the one speaking the words, we'll come to understand that Isaiah was speaking on behalf of the coming Messiah. How do I know that? Well, we get a hint in the phrase, You are my servant, Israel. The Lord identifies the one whom he called from the womb with the nation of Israel. This could not have been Isaiah. He was called to be a prophet, not the Savior of Israel. This is also not referring to the nation itself, because they were the ones in need of saving. The God of Israel was using Isaiah to sing a song of redemption, a song that the servant of the Lord would come to sing. This song, beginning with heartache and anguish, because this servant, like Isaiah, would not be listened to. He would preach the good news of the kingdom of God, but few at that time would respond. He would be despised and rejected. It would seem like his labor was all in vain, but the reward comes from the Lord. The song wasn't over. There's another verse waiting to be sung. Isaiah 49, verses 5 and 6. And now the Lord says, He who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, It is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The identity of this mystery servant is revealed a bit more in these verses. This servant of the Lord would restore the tribes of Jacob. He would preserve God's chosen remnant. It's good news for us, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. Though we may be tempted to wander, God is a preserving God. He won't ever let us go. But that's not all. As he preserves his people, God also saves more people. The servant of Isaiah 49 will be a light for the nations. Why? Because the kingdom of God was never just about one nation. God wants to bring salvation to the ends of the earth. We see this desire even in Genesis when God made that promise to Abraham to bless all the nations through his seed. And in this servant... That promise comes true. But how does this promise come to fruition? Well, listen to the conclusion of the servant's song in verses 9 and 10. This is what the Lord says, the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel. To him who was despised and abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers, kings will see you and stand up, princes will see and bow down because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. The people of God are preserved, and people from all nations are saved because the servant of the Lord was despised and abhorred by his own. This song is about Jesus. Yes, the same Jesus born in a humble stable was the one who would grow up to be rejected and despised by some of God's people. He would be betrayed by one of his closest friends. He was seen as a man of no significance through the eyes of the Roman government. He was put to death as a common criminal. This is our king. Is this who you expected? 
when we heard about a greater king than David earlier this week? Probably not. The people in the first century certainly didn't, which was part of the problem. And yet this suffering servant, Jesus, the Messiah, truly is the king greater than David. He is to be more renowned than King Solomon. Kings will see Jesus and princes will bow down. Why? Because he was despised. And this reminds me of a little section in Revelation 5 where Jesus was praised. The creatures and elders in the throne room of heaven sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased a people for God. Jesus is the greatest king because he suffered. I know it sounds strange, but it's true. His suffering was the necessary path leading to his glorification. And now he's the one lifted high and mighty with the name above every name. So let me ask you, and I'll ask myself, do we know this suffering servant? He suffered for sinners like you and me. He's bringing salvation to the ends of the earth, but he suffers no more. He's now in heaven, sitting and reigning over his people in heaven above. He's calling you to be his loyal subject. Will you hear his call? Listen now. Listen to Tyler Van Haltren once again, reading out of the chapter on Isaiah's promise of the coming Messiah. Isaiah prophesied about the promised Savior. Behold, the virgin will have a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. That name means God with us. God would come to dwell with his people as a baby. He would not be an ordinary baby, but the eternal Son of God. Isaiah said to God's people, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. His name will be Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah warned that one day Judah would be cut down like a great tree. They would feel defeated and hopeless, but God promised to restore them. A shoot from the stump of Jesse will come, and a branch will grow fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. David was Jesse's son. This prophecy from Isaiah meant that a faithful king would come from David's offspring. This future king would be the true Prince of Peace, reigning on David's throne as God had promised. This promised king would be a light, not just to Israel, but to all nations. He would bring God's salvation to the ends of the earth. He would be a beacon of hope to all that is broken in this world. He would bring good news to the poor and heal broken hearts and set captives free and comfort all who mourn. He would proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He would cause the earth to blossom and bloom like Eden once again. How would this greatest of all kings bring God's healing to this broken world? By becoming a servant and suffering in our place. Isaiah prophesied about this servant king. He was pierced for our rebellion and crushed for our sins. He was beaten to make us whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. We have all strayed like sheep. We've left God's path and followed our own. But God has laid our sins on him. Through his suffering, this servant would be enthroned as the eternal king. Through his humiliation, he would be high and lifted up. And one day, every knee would bow before him. Though God's people were unclean and could never find their way to him, God would reach down and cleanse them so they could live forever in his kingdom. Do you feel the world 
is broken. We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? We do. But do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new?
That's from his resurrection letters, the first volume, Is He Worthy? Andrew Peterson here on this Haven today. I know that's not a Christmas song per se, but the lyrics by Andrew and Ben Shive were too perfect not to hear as we closed out the program today. Well, with Christmas coming soon, I want to encourage you to think about gifts for the children in your life. Gifts that have eternal value. So many toys and games will be forgotten in a day or two, but what if you sent something that would cause them to think and meet up with Christ and understand his kingdom? Well, that's exactly what Tyler Van Haltren did with his Kingdom of God Bible storybooks to help kids, but also help adults, see the big picture of the Bible and to fall in love with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords from the Old into the New Testaments. The Kingdom of God Storybook, faithful to Scripture, Christ-centered, easy to understand. And both books include brilliant illustrations as well as summary points and questions to use in your home devotions. Recently, we heard from Lisa. She listens to us on WPEL in Montrose, Pennsylvania. She said she loved our programs on God's kingdom. She's planning to use Tyler's books in her Sunday school class of 6 to 11-year-olds. Well, Lisa, thanks for making our day here at Haven Ministries. And let me encourage every Sunday school teacher, as well as grandparents and aunts and uncles and neighbors, anyone with kids around you, your children around you need the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook. This two-volume, well-bound hardback set comes in a special slipcase for your minimum gift to Haven today. This set will last for years, but more importantly, the truths are eternal. So come to our website right now. Take a look at the samples we've put up from the books, but then make your gift. And place your order at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And remember... We're including the digital audio storybook that you can download and listen to if you're going somewhere or if you want to put it on a computer. Listen with the kids. And we're doing that at no extra cost, just a bonus for you for Christmas. You can also call us right now. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And if you just want to get the New Testament volume of the Kingdom of God Bible storybook, we have that for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? We'll again celebrate the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. I don't have to tell you this, but not every holiday gathering is a pleasant one. Some family gatherings are filled with tension, and maybe you're dreading the upcoming festivities. The scriptures have something to say about this. When we think about the coming of Christ, we know that he has brought a great light to the world, but he has also brought something we all need, peace. Isaiah 9, 6 telling us, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So much can be said about this verse, but what a comfort to know that Jesus is called Prince of Peace. There is no strife that's too difficult for Jesus to overcome. He has come to bring us peace. Get daily encouragement from God's Word with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.